Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated financial personal app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. Earners, what's up? Look, this episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. What's the best way to help you and your finances thrive? The answer can be overwhelming with all the financial misinformation out there. Fortunately, you can turn to NerdWallet's objective finance journalists to set things straight and help you make smart decisions with your money. I can't front. The nerds have helped me get smarter about a few things, like planning my tax bills so that I don't dread April every year, or making a budget that's balanced, not just buying sneakers and fly clothes, or saving on travel because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night or maybe a five-star dinner. Or boosting my credit score, since we all know credit is like the real-life cheat code. The nerds also explain the real impact that the latest financial headlines could have on your life. You'll get the clarity you need to make smart decisions with confidence. Smart money is the smartest way to get even smarter about money. Let NerdWallet's trusted experts untangle today's web of financial misinformation. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you? Well, thank you. The average person probably even listening to this right now is in that hundred thousand dollar range, a little bit above, a little bit below. So yeah, yeah, just to add some context to that, can you talk about the prenup? Is it necessary for that? And if so, how do you go about that? Yeah, I think that's that's where the the kind of the the frame is because people are just not aware of it. And so, like I said, first I have to have a lot of married friends, which a handful of them married, but they don't even know the, the the education behind the prenup. Yeah. So let's talk about the fact that, yeah, this is not a conversation for the wealth class. And I think ultimately people feel that way because of the way it's been framed uh, by those of us in the media. Uh, The very first prenup I drew up was for one of my sorority sisters um, who between her and her future husband 
didn't even bring in 200, not didn't even, but they were not clearing $200,000 between the two of them. Uh, and a prenup was a very good idea for them. Why? Uh, the, the gentleman brought in a couple assets into the marriage. Uh, and listen, most states, and, and family law, which is what we're talking about, right, guys? Anytime you're talking about spousal support, which is another word for alimony, child support, these things, prenups, those are all governed by local jurisdictions, meaning state by state. And most states have basic statutes or laws in place that say when you bring assets to the relationship or the marriage, those are considered separate property pieces and they will be protected anyway. But why risk it, right? Uh, because then facts get conflated where because in this case uh, of this young woman in my story she was going to be moving into his house that he had already owned in you know indeed we still had a mortgage on it but it was mm. deeded to him singularly so we would like to believe that it would be designated a separate property but why risk it so go ahead that's something you want to put in a in a prenup something else to put in a prenup what happens to your pensions you know a lot of people in this conversation right now have great jobs from various municipalities and government. We're talking about people in law enforcement, people that are teachers, people that are in nurses, whatever it is, you know, uh, you wanna make sure those things are done. So the, yes, when you're specifically in that kind of like 65 to like $125,000 um, income range, prenups are for you. Let me be very clear, prenups are for you. It allows you to designate, some, you know, whether they're, whether they're separate property, income properties that people might come into the relationship with. Because otherwise, if it goes left, you know, or even if it goes halfway left, now now it's a problem. Now it's messy. Now it's, well, I've added a new roof to a house that's in your name only. Where does that leave me? How do I recoup the equity that the home has grown in the seven years I've been here contributing to the mortgage or even paying the mortgage outright? See what I'm saying? So that's where a prenup is help, helpful. Now, child support. Child support, totally separate, meaning you don't even have to be married, as many people find out, uh, to be designated uh, somebody who's going to be responsible for child support. That has to do with the fact that you are legally the father. And let me be clear here. This is why paternity tests are very important. And I know, again, they're not sexy. How do you ask somebody you've been having sex with, probably unprotected, probably for some at the time, yo, I need you to get a paternity test, rather. Well, here's what here's the problem when you don't do that. Uh, after a year in most jurisdictions, you are presumed you are presumed to be the father. Like if you're the yeah. husband, you're presumed to be the legal father. And let's say you're not the biological father. After a year, if you have not made that case legally in the court, you're on the hook financially. Oh, uh, I'll tell yeah. 18, yeah, period, period. Um, so that also, uh, you're not married. Uh, young lady says the baby's yours. You say, okay, I'm gonna take it on the chin. I'm gonna be a man, step up to it, whatever your situation. You find out again after that year of, of, of time has run out, all the while you were not the biological father, too late, unless the new actual biological father is willing to take that legal responsibility voluntarily, which is very high risk. Because the, the, the government's position is we're not trying to pay out Social Security or, or any other financial assistance to this child who through our eyes had a father upon birth. So y'all figure it out. That's the government's mentality around it. So you, you, you got to really be willing to ask some unromantic questions and really do some unromantic things if fiscal stability is the priority. Inflation is higher than ever. Rent is higher than ever. Um, we talked about this. Well, we put a pin in it. But how much is enough money for each state? I know sometimes we'll say how much is needed to survive, but I think it would be great from your perspective, um, from your lens and your viewpoint. 
Like how much does each person need to be financially comfortable or free? I think in New York, just because, again, I've been having this conversation recently with a lot of folks um, and folks, by the way, that are not in our industry. Let's be clear. And I think a lot of times when we have this conversation kind of amongst ourselves as industry peers um, to third parties listening in, it's like, OK, well, they're talking about, you know, when they're sitting around talking to Charlemagne and ye and, you know, uh, <laughs> Weezy and Manny and them. No, 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 no. I'm talking about outside not of all our of them. Right? It's not to all of them. Yeah, not to all of us, family. Rich motherfuckers, we love you dearly. Um, <laughs> And now let's talk about some people that are not necessarily in that space, right? So people that are out here working jobs um, or in smaller businesses. Uh, these, uh, the number is about 300 grand in New York, to be candid. You know, when we start really talking about it, it takes about 300,000, somewhere like that. If you're, if you're making 250, um, you, you're living very comfortably. Um, if you're making a little more, very comfortably. Once you get to me above the seven, 800,000, now you're starting to talk about being in the upper middle class of a New York City or a DC or an LA. But if you're talking about those big metropolitans, uh, San Francisco, LA, New York, um, Miami. You know, Mi Miami a bit, but I would say Miami. Miami is probably a little more on par with DC, where I would say 250, you, you, you should be better. But I don't only say that because of the housing. Um, I'm only talking about places where your starter house, your one bedroom, one bathroom condo in New York is a million dollars. In LA, your two, maybe three bedroom, one bath, maybe one and a half bath bungalow starter home is a million dollars. So that's kind of where this is coming from. So if you want to kind of be in that starter home position, you want to enjoy the amenities of living in those cities. Well, nobody has to live in New York, right? And we get that all the time as New Yorkers, and I'm sure people in LA here and in San Francisco, right? Why would you choose to live in one of the most expensive cities in the world? Well, because of the amenities, because I like being able to hop on a train and go one stop to Midtown and go to see a Broadway show. The Wiz is coming in a couple of weeks. Like that, like that type of stuff matters to me. I like being able to go and have um, you know, a six course meal at Michelin star restaurants. Those amenities are why you're here. But guess what? You're not enjoying any of those amenities if you're making $150,000 a year. I know that because I've made $150,000 a year and lived in New York at one period of time. And it was, I'm not going to be so kind of out of touch to say a struggle, as in I never didn't think I knew where my next meal was coming from, but it was not eating out three, four times a week and running up bar tab. It, it just wasn't that. It wasn't going on vacations. It just wasn't that lifestyle. So like that. Yeah. yeah, if you like that, you need a good 300,000 in those metropolitans. Now let's let's go to some other places where we know our people are. Let's go to Charlotte, North Carolina. Let's go to Atlanta. Let's go to Durham, North Carolina. Let's go to um, maybe some other places in San Francisco, um, excuse me, in California that are not San Francisco or LA, kind of um, mid parts of that state and whatever, even Chicago, right? I think if you're making a couple hundred grand, even like probably 175 to, 225 you should be living very well in those cities for sure that's why you're the voice of reason um, <laughs> <Big> <laughs> yeah i mean i mean I, I, stop me when i start lying or sounding crazy but that's what i've lived and that's when i have conversations it's people, true that's what that's what it is so 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 I think when we even talk about who the wealth class is, I think that even has to be adjusted for, right? A lot of us out here are just approaching the space where we're really entering that part of the conversation. So again, if we're talking about that level of income, why then would it make a lot of sense 
if we started this whole conversation, guys, with marriage specifically being a business transaction where you are jointly liable for both assets and liabilities, why would a woman making five to a million dollars of income a year be desirous of financially partnering with a very lovely gentleman who made $150,000 a year and $150,000 a year is a lot of money. And in a lot of places you could do a lot with it, but that 150 doesn't even probably touch that woman's tax liability. So now, and, and, and it's not just what that looks like. And I think a lot of people think that when they hear, especially black women say that it's like, Oh, well, you just want to run to your little sorority events and your little, you know, this gala and your Jack and Jill and all this shit and flex. No, we're talking about when it's time to put this child in Dalton or this other <laughs> private school, what you yeah, got on it? Cost. What do you have on yeah. it, sir? Let's go, let's, let's, let's go half on it. Can yeah. we? Can you give me forty percent on it? And it's going to be difficult when it's one sixty coming in the door from you. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. When my daughter's wanting to go on her ski trip with her fucking friends, whose dad is Jamie Dimon, what do you have on it? <laughs> ski trip may hit you for seventeen thousand. Easy. So, Easy. so, and see, this Easy. is the part, right? So now y'all got me all riled up. Thanks, fellas. But this is the part of the conversation that you know the the, the nuance is found. Now, you could say, well, who who the hell needs all that? And that's true. Nobody needs to go on ski trip. Nobody needs ballet lessons. Nobody needs lacrosse classes. But if that is your desire, and oh, I'm I'm a really piss the people off. If that's how God has called you to live. Then wh why why it. is that so demonized? To there's a there's a way to live out here. Period. And when our favorite rappers and ball players do it, everybody celebrates it. But when you're just a regular comm major from A and T or that works a hard engineering major from FAMU, you get shitted on because you aspire to live that way. And I'm not. I don't like it. I don't like it. We, we don't. We don't have to. No, that's a fact. Um. Wow, a lot to talk about there. But hey, I want to give a shout out to the AKAs. I believe shout out to the AKAs. Um, yes, you are. Yes, you are. I saw, I saw the, pinky is, the pinky has gone up. I saw. Yeah. Pinky's <laughs> yes. in full salute. Yeah. Full salute. We recently got honored by the AKAs, and my grandmother was an AKA. Um, I saw so. that the honor. Yeah. Well, you guys, listen. Um, I have a girlfriend who is got it. You know, she's one of these great black women, right? The NBA. This is. She's looking at doing some um career uh, transitioning, actually, coming from the nonprofit space, getting into uh, more of the financial advising sector. And one of the first resources, she's like, where are some resources? I said, on your leisure. Boom. Like, just start there. Because if you're talking about where the culture is kind of baseline consuming this information and educating themselves and trying to either enter this conversation or expand and elevate it, it is right here in this. It's you guys. You, you yeah. guys have branded that in a way that is unmatched and y'all know that so you know it, it it means a lot i'm glad to hear the sores are honoring and 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 you know giving you your flowers because you deserve them the enhanced american express business gold card is designed to take your business further it's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business 24 7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs and so much more the Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. At Parker, 
Our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.